0: Helping Families Be Happy.
1: Well, welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family, love, and relationships. I'm your host for this podcast, Christopher Robbins, the co founder of Familius Publishing, husband, father of nine, author, fly fisherman, backpacker, and aspirational musician based in the Central Valley of California. We hope to bring you nourishing, real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. Now, I'm happy to introduce today's guest. Rosalinda oropesa Randall is a modern-day civility and etiquette expert, author, and media source. For almost 20 years, she's been spreading civility in her signature enthusiastic and straightforward approach. She offers tips, advice, and options, not immovable rules. She has been featured in many publications, radio and television. Rosalinda is the author of the famous book, Don't Burp in the Boardroom, Your Guide to Handling Uncommonly Common Workplace Dilemmas. She also has a new book, Keep Your Distance, Your Guide to Handling Common Dilemmas in Uncommon Times. True to her straightforward and unpretentious style, In Keep Your Distance, Rosalinda Randall candidly explores relationships and real-life dilemmas in a pandemic world. As always, Rosalinda offers general advice, options, and perspectives with a sense of humor and without imposing her opinions or claiming to know it all. So welcome, Rosalinda. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for such a lovely introduction. I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I can't think of of anything perhaps more important when we're looking about candidly exploring relationships and real life dilemmas in a pandemic world of 2020. So um, let let's, let me ask you some questions. So uh, okay. I understand that in this uh, quarantining, social distancing world, that that families are spending a lot of time together, and you know that could create friction. Um, you know, I, I was taught that. Uh, When I got married, it was for better or worse, but never for lunch. (laughs) So um, how do you you think this pandemic in in our relationships and, and being together so frequently, how is that affecting relationships and what should we know?
0: Well... This can be a very new experience for some families spending this much time together. You know, there are a lot of families that are disconnected, um, and when they are home, they're still disconnected because they're connected on social media and the kids are on video games and so forth. So, that can be a bigger challenge for some families l- learning how to talk to one another. So, being forced is either, you know, reignited relationships or revealed some things that we didn't realize, um, habits, uh, annoyances that that we have, so spending so much time together. Um, With children, uh, you may also, parents, might even see some things revealed of their children's habits. And especially now with homeschooling, uh, hovering over them uh, while they're in school, you might realize that your child is not shy after all, um, or is very shy, or doesn't engage. You know, what I've told some parents that have called me are don't deal with it right then and there if they are on Zoom. Um, with their teacher or you hear them answer back or anything, let them finish the day. Remember, you have not been there all day. They've managed to get through you know, each grade without you hovering over them. Have a talk with them at the end of the day. Also spouses and partners. That again, either has, has helped their relationship or not. I know of a couple who are contemplating divorce um, because of spending so much time together. They're not used to it. They've been apart, have their jobs, gotten together for dinner here and there, and have their activities. But now that they've been quarantined, and these people don't have children, this particular couple, but um, what I say to people who who may be considering a a life-changing decision, it's because we have this factor of COVID, making a life-changing decision may not be the case if you had a normal life, but this issue also applies to roommates. Um, There have been roommates where some of them have just moved out and left the other with with the rent because they have never had to spend this much time together. And if they're working from home, that is one huge issue on uh, finding a location where they can both work, where it works for each other. One person that called me said, I'm on the phone, I need to talk, and our apartment's small, she can hear me, and we're having a struggle some things just cannot be fixed Um, you just have to find a compromise what works best and sometimes one person will have to give uh, more than the other so some of those things um have have changed i've also had parents um try and do all these activities you know for a while you couldn't find anything at these craft stores everyone was buying up everything to do and fill time with their children and some have found, especially when they get into the preteen age, that they weren't too crazy about being involved with these family activities, especially when they haven't done them for years. Um, video games has been it. Uh, to parents, I say, be a little bit patient. Have it there. Invite them every time. Sometimes, you know, you'll have different age groups and the younger ones are ready to dive in and the older ones are a little more hesitant. Um, keep inviting them to do something or find a develop a new Uh, interest that potentially the whole family can can do. Maybe write a family book, uh, um, garden, start baking, just fun things and keep their palates in mind because sometimes we might go crazy and they they won't want to participate and eat that yucky stuff anyway. So those are a few things that um, I have heard um, that parents and families are are struggling with. Um, And give your child, especially the teens, a break. Try not to make them go cold turkey on don't use your cell phone, video games, or punishing them because you're frustrated. Try and use a little bit of of patience. Um, That's all I I can say. And also, if you can't, try and find an outlet for yourself. And um, while this might not be common, um, I actually know someone who found an outlet for themselves by flirting with a former coworker online. Now, that's not what I mean when finding an outlet, because that's not going to be helpful to your family. But there has been um, an increasing uh, number of people who are going that route. You know, it starts with the, hey, let's get together on Zoom. And before you know it, it turns into a little bit of uh, something else. So this one um, woman that I spoke to is, is struggling with that, because it really brings a little bit of excitement in a very dull situation.
1: So, there, so thank you. There was a lot that you just covered there. <laughs> um let's just break it down for a second so with children and homeschooling and 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 the fact that there's their distance learning um we're hearing let's don't hover they they've been able to manage this school experience themselves and uh, we should let them have that continue to have that experience that's how they learn to become adults and be responsible for their own life we're hearing let's not make Rash decisions because of a unique moment in our life. A divorce is is a very important decision, but it, it shouldn't be made in a time when it's when um, it's just not a normal period. And so we, we should be patient with ourselves as we and really think about the the ramifications of our decisions. And then uh, letting children have some downtime. Um, with our family, you know, we, we let them have downtime, and and, and downtime is also learning. Just exploring outside, reading a book, uh, just playing some music—that um, that is also an experience. So that's that's great advice there. So much to, so much to learn and as a family. How do we how do we get along when we're so close together? Do we have to compromise with each other? Let's shift to this election year. It's kind of interesting. I mean, you you are an expert in in etiquette, and we have we have a polemic year, so how do you talk about civility and when people bring up politics do you have any advice for us
0: first i say if you're going to get in a political discussion say face to face that's a more fair way because that person is right there and they can actually respond versus what people do on social media which i call the drop and walk like they just throw stuff on there this 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 and then they don't follow up or they just disengage from that conversation because they just threw out what they wanted to say and it isn't engaged conversation it's more of a yelling match or a lecture so what i say to people there are people who can have a very civil even even a little bit of a fervent conversation about politics religion you know any of the hot topics and be okay with it First of all, let me go back. What is your point in engaging? Is it the appropriate time and location for a conversation like that? Uh, What is your relationship with this person? And do you wanna maintain a relationship with this person? And then what is your goal in starting or continuing or participating in this conversation about politics? And then finally, do you know where they stand on that particular issue? If you do and they staunchly believe where they stand and you staunchly believe where you stand, there really isn't a purpose to discuss it other than I'm going to tell you how wrong you are or try and change your mind or challenge you or just call you names. So if you take all that into consideration, if you really want to understand that person, learn about why, even if you're, you're never going to believe what they believe, but you, you're curious. I am. I talk to people that Uh, you know, believe in certain things that I don't. And I like to learn why they do. You know, I might be enlightened and go, oh, never thought of that point. That's the thing. There are perspectives that we don't think about. If the conversation gets really intense, you see that person, I, I gauge it from like a one to a 10 and they're climbing to a six and a seven and you just started the conversation. It's time to stop. It's not going to go anywhere. Once somebody reaches a six or a seven, just move on and talk about something else. that's that's very
1: helpful it reminds me of what aristotle said what he's quoted as saying that uh, the sign of an educated person is his or her ability to entertain an idea without having to accept it and so what what you're suggesting there is that um in these discussions whether they be they could be topics where we we obviously disagree um that there's opportunity to learn and to, and, and to better understand someone else. Stephen R. Covey, in his um, seminal book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said it had the principle of seek first to understand, then to be understood. So it sounds like there's a great opportunity to identify, you know, what is, what's our intent? Is it to prove someone wrong, which isn't really a helpful intent? No. Or is it to seek to understand and appreciate diversity and difference of opinion and have an opportunity to learn? If that's the intent, well, there's tremendous opportunity to, to learn from someone else's point of view and consider things that we had not before to help us appreciate um, that other person's background, their intent, their interests, their concerns, as well as expand our own experience. Let's, let's close by focusing on something that's relevant for everyone, and that is a social distancing, mask wearing during this unique time, and, and how do we respect other people? Um, any advice there for us that, that you can share?
0: Well, you just said it, respect other people. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what it is. Uh, There are, again, that's a very divided thing with face masks, some people are just staunchly refusing to wear them and and so on. But if I tell people, if it's the law, the local community, uh, county law, wear it. Um, I did have to travel um, some during COVID due to family necessity. And um, from one state to another, from one county to another, the restrictions and guidelines were different. So we need first to educate ourselves before we start pointing a finger. Uh, Some businesses maybe don't mandate it or require it, again, depending on where you are. If something is bothering you, contact the manager. Let them handle the person with or without a mask or who's standing too close. So many people ask me, like, how do I tell someone to stand back? Eye contact right now, because we can't see our facial expression, the entire eye contact is very important. So you know that I am speaking directly to you. Smile under that mask, because we can tell from through the eyes and look at the person and calmly, at a level two out of 10, say, I'm still practicing social distancing. Would you mind taking a step back, please? Most people will do that. And also giving each other the benefit of the doubt. I did it not too long ago. I got a little close because just habit to get out there quicker. I approached the, the belt at the grocery store sooner and they said, no, please stand back. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And, and I got back because typically we want to get in and get out quickly. So I wasn't thinking that's all it took for her to remind me.
1: some tips and tricks for just simply respecting other people, keeping ourselves calm, smiling under the mask, and, and, and being friendly enough to help someone relax and, and take a step back. So, well, Russell, man, thanks so much for being with us today. It, it's been, as always, a pleasure to share time with you. Now, where can our listeners find you online?
0: Rosa just Linda Linda ask Randall. for what com. you need. If they refuse, well, Linda, yes. if you're Randall, already at the checkout, my advice is to so turn around and get out podcast, of there. Because I the longer like you stay and Familias discuss it, it the, the more, more you're in,
1: bringing this in podcast that situation your and your or art.
0: contact the manager. We'd be thrilled well, if you subscribed it. to the
1: podcast. And oh, to again, good advice. And if you're ready for this next amazing book adventure, we'd be honored if you chose a book from Familius Publishing. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place and families be happy. Thank you. We talk together, learn together, play, work, eat together. We laugh together.